And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where we are fixing how we view different walks of life, one conversation at a time. And as always, to my left is the wonderful, the talented, the sexy man, Kyle Redding. I'm just happy to be here today. I'm a, I'm glad that I'm still allowed to come on the podcast, to <laughs> yeah, be honest. You're fucking lucky, dude. Uh, I know. I'm waiting for you to cut me out of the, the company. Yeah. But yeah. what's more important is our two guests sitting across from us. Yes. Now we have Carson and we have Tanya from That Feeling Co. Mm-hmm. Woo! And thank yes. you guys. Yes, I I I've uh, always assumed like Stephen brings on a lot of people and I don't know who they are. And I, when he said they own the Feeling Co, and I was like, oh, I've been in there a million times about a million plants. My wife, um, those those are the only plants she can't kill because yeah. we go in there and we're like, what can't she? It's like a, physically kill. It's a special formula, so none of the recommendations. Yeah, yeah, none of the right. We, we have to yeah. ask. Yeah. Yeah. Put love in them. I yeah. knew it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, they don't die. <laughs> Feelings are there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank We're really super happy to have you guys on, yeah. and we are going to go through a bunch of stuff today, starting with how did you guys meet? Oh. Oh, I said I go away. Oh, right oh, listen, I told you before the podcast. <laughs> right. I said we're journalists. All right, yeah, right. we go deep. We go hard. All right, we're going to ask the real intense questions. It's definitely the one thing we don't want to talk about. That was the <laughs> one <laughs> thing <laughs> off limits, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. No, uh, we didn't officially meet, but we did go to high school together. But we did not know each other in high school. Um, and was friends. that here in Anchorage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we went to service. service so you guys are Alaska, Alaska yeah. born and raised. I was Mostly, born in Anchorage. Yeah. Okay. I'm a foreigner. Mm, a foreigner, like yeah. me. Where are you from? Ukraine. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, okay. Yeah. You're not like so, me. No. Not a little bit different. A little bit different. <laughs> just, just a little ways yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we also went to UAA together. Mm-hmm. And we had a few classes at UAA together. Tanya tried to talk to me one yeah, time. I tried to mac on him one night. Oh, one night that at, didn't work. In Party? a biology class. No, in, oh, in, oh, in class. class. Yeah, I kind of oh, wow. just, you know, we were dissecting something. And I was like, hey, Carson. Like, can I get some help? And he just completely ignored me. He wasn't even, uh, he didn't even look up. Maybe he didn't hear me, bad of hearing, who knows. But I kind of just moonwalked back to my seat. And, All right. Uh, we'll see you later. Like, That's cool. Hey, maybe yeah. next time. What were you guys? Next year. I think it was probably a year after that. Yeah. We had some friends, mutual yeah. friends set us up. And then, yeah. Blind just, date? Carson, blind date style? Yeah. Just went. It was kind of like a friend gathering. And then yeah. we just um, hung out. Yeah, we hung out in like a mutual setting. And then it was like, oh, okay. This is. Oh, she's actually. I is, shouldn't have turned her down a year ago. Yeah. yeah. He did not know I existed. That's probably what happened. Oh. <laughs> what were you guys dissecting? <laughs> Maybe frogs. Frogs. Know. I think so. I remember doing. I, I did a. I did a cat. I think in. Oh, oh, oh yeah. bro, yeah. really? Oh yeah, I was really into that stuff. Like uh, anatomy. You would one ten one. You would. You know, be. I've done cats, pigs, and frogs. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's goes like, on. It's. I don't know what it is about dissecting something, but it was like really interesting at first. And then I was like, this is really gross. Like, I'm done. You're like one step away from Dexter, dude. Yeah. 
a couple steps, okay, but yeah, yeah. it's always you'll interesting. Like, you'll get there. If you believe it, you you'll never get work there. a day in your life when you yeah. love what you do. You know? yeah. uh, okay, but I guess that was twelve years ago, was it, or so? Yeah, probably about twelve years ago. Yeah, twelve years ago. Yeah, wow, way to go. Yeah, what's the secret, guys? Um, I'd say hip hop music. Hip hop oh, okay. music. Yeah. We did. Oh. We did bond. Good coffee and plants. <laughs> yeah, we did bond originally on music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. On just like '90s hip hop, and we were both like, "Oh, we listen to the same stuff." Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. See, my wife and me were a little different because she listens to '90s hip hop. Yeah. She can like any Biggie song, mm -hmm. every lyric. Oh yeah. Seriously, anytime it comes on, like she's like rapping, and I'm over here being like. <laughs> You know, yeah. just like yeah. straight metal. I was like, ah, you know, when worlds collide, baby. Yes. Screaming over yeah. her music. And that know. works too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Make a uh, remix or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of Limp Bizkit? Um, anyway, so one thing we do say, um, we ask a question is, um, my parents listen to this podcast, right? My parents live in New York. That's where I'm from. And they don't know who I know. They don't know who we know. They're like, kind of like oh oh that you know the person who was that again so we like to say tell my parents who you are uh and what you do right now and then we'll kind of get into how you got there right uh and so yeah what is that feeling co sure yeah um well I'm Carson Baldivez and uh, Carol and Rick are their names. If you Carol wanna, and Rick. if you want to say hi hello, they'll love you to death. I will get I will get a text or a phone call that said they were just the loveliest. <laughs> Real nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Antonia and I own a plant shop called That Feeling Co. And we specialize in house plants as well as coffee. So we are a full coffee shop and a tropical house plant store. Yeah. yeah, and it's gorgeous. Thank you. It is. You guys really, really worked hard on Johnny's Produce, mm -hmm. which is next door, which is... Yeah. that's my dad. Your dad. He's Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. He's Johnny. Yeah. Okay. And the, yeah. the elusive Johnny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so Johnny's Produce is, is a, another amazing shop. But you guys bought this like old automotive garage? Yeah, so was it that used to be a Midas and then some other car shop. And okay. Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube, yeah. And so oh, we were nice. looking for... We were looking for a location to house both businesses as we were kind of creating our, our new company and our new idea. And we couldn't find anything in Anchorage, as you would imagine. Lots of strip malls. Yeah. Lots of um, uninspiring places. Yeah, um, a lot of beige, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So we saw that garage and we were like, I think. I think this is it. I think yeah. we could do this garage. I couldn't see the vision. It was disgusting. A lot of there. natural it was, light. It was, it was greasy yeah. and there's machinery everywhere. And yeah. The pits where you get like your oil changed. Oh, like, yeah. Go in the basement. I was like, how do you even <laughs> fill that in? Like, this is how mind blowing. You, what? Wait, so there's not a basement under there? There, there is, is a basement. Okay. Yeah. But it was like wide open. Like you could fall yeah. in oh, yeah. when we walked yeah. in. Yeah. Keep that? No. <laughs> we were like, should we have something growing from the inside? Oh, no, okay, that being creative. Got shut down yeah. really quick. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys decided with your parents kind of like open up a store together. And what, why, why? open up a store well so, first off i mean i guess we should probably like rewind a little bit but oh, <laughs> i mean just let's like do it we were we were all in like a transitional kind of phase in our life and so um tanya was working at musa tooth and bear tooth doing graphic design right i remember and with a great i was, bird. um <laughs> yes and i was managing my parents bakery called the house of bread and um we had that for nine years and 
we were at the same time doing too many things. We were doing wedding photography and we were doing florals and flower work and we were doing yeah. all this stuff and we had to simplify. So we kind of, as a family, we were talking and my parents were like, we're kind of over the bakery. So let's sell it and then move on to something else in our life, another chapter. Hmm. And that's kind of at the same time where Antonio and I were thinking about what to do as well. So yeah. us being in the same building with my parents was just like happened to be, we were all kind of coming up with new businesses at the Good same timing. time. And we're like, what if we did it kind of like in the same building? And they have a separate business and they do wholesale and retail produce. Mm -hmm. um, and then our business just kind of fit. And we're like, let's just cohabitate and co-market and stuff like that. It's such a cool idea because also like, and you guys have a second store you kind of opened up and not kind of you did um but in like a cooler like area which you're bringing something that maybe people have seen in low 48 up to alaska right and mm -hmm. so it's like something we've never seen before up here and i think that's something it's funny because we have a common common themes of people in this podcast and it's like one of them is you know doing something differently up here that sticks out, right? That people are maybe doing in low 48 and there's more competition or there's a ton of other people doing it, mm -hmm. you know, but you guys brought it up and you put your own spin on it, which is really cool because it's like a produce shop and a coffee shop. You're like, okay, but then it works. Mm -hmm. It really does. It's super rad. Um, okay, so then you you're, you decide to open up this store, these, these two stores. You find the spot, like why plants, why coffee, why, like, you know, uh, that? Why yeah. produce, right? Yeah, definitely. So why are those, why are those things? It's a good question. Um, you know, that's what I'm still thinking about it, right? <laughs> we we no, only I, ask good questions here, bud. So um, before we opened, we were working on building our house, um, which was a really cool project. And at the same time, I had like a really insane psychedelic experience that, Mushrooms? Uh, LSD. Oh, was like a lot. That's <laughs> a little, another common theme we've been talking about. And um, Stephen just lights up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, drugs? Yeah. Bing! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> For me, I mean, this my story is a little different than yeah, Tanya's experience, experience with plants. But yeah. um, the next day I had an overwhelming like feeling that I needed plant life in my room, in my space, in my area. And like I needed live life. plants. Yeah. I needed... I needed that energy around. Hell yeah. And uh, I went out to like Lowe's the next day and bought like $300 worth of plants and we just <laughs> filled our room up and it was just like a jungle. Yes, I love that. And we took plants from like people who like were saying like, oh, we have, do you want it? Like, oh, oh we'll yeah. just take anything. Like we would just hoard plants. Did you guys, did you know, because my, I, I took over a house set for like eight months one time and they had plants. They're like, do not let these things die. Oh. And I did not know plants. <laughs> Did you guys know plants? No. No, we didn't know plants So you at were all. jumping in. They were like, somehow, you were like, yeah. let's dive in deep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we yeah. just got hooked, basically. Yeah. We were just like, we learned about propagating. We're like, oh, my God, you can make more plants from these plants for free. And like, we just got like hooked on just the whole thing. And that kind of just That's quickly wonderful. started to take over our space. Yeah. Um, And we realized over the, the few years after that, that we kind of couldn't really find what we were looking for as far as plants go. And it was kind of perfect timing because we were looking for a new job, a new thing to do. Yeah. And we were kind of over wedding work and photography right. and like that whole lane. So Which we we'll like, get into too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm very curious. And so we, um, 
we noticed that there was like a need as well as a need for ourselves personally for um, like modern plants and rare plants and collector stuff as well as um, simplistic pots and nice clean items and things that wouldn't look like maybe that was in your grandma's house, mm. which right. we saw a lot of at like Lowe's and stuff when we were like, I don't want to put this in our house. Yeah. yeah. And we we're like, uh, we know it exists, but it's just not here. Mm. So we just kind of went off and started doing some research. Was this kind of during COVID time? Cause I, f- yeah. So it's like all of our research was like, yeah, like 2018, years. 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of like a perfect time. Cause I remember kind of right during COVID, everybody was like, Turning their work from home into like I need a more of a homey feel and uh, like the plants came up a ton in articles of like how to rejuvenate your house during this time where you're going to be spending a ton a ton of time there. And I was like thinking I was like oh that must have been when you guys got into it. But if you got in right before, right before, could have timed it mm-hmm. like any better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. Good and bad timing. Yeah. Definitely. Well, sure. In a lot so of we ways. opened yeah. January 2020. Oh. So it was like yeah, three months before. just right before. Remember. Yeah. So it was yeah. like it was good and bad. Obviously, great timing for plant people. Plant people for yeah. stuff. People looking for that because it was interior design and anything yeah. in that interior yeah. scape was wild. I'm sure all of 2020 and yeah. it was we got just thrown straight into the fire. <laughs> like yeah. it was just chaos. I yeah. would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like I could see the like the mix with Johnny's and. Uh, plants and everything because I feel like like when my wife goes to the grocery store like sometimes she'll pick up some produce whatever and like sometimes she'll buy some flowers just for kicks like to put on the kitchen table yeah. like it's a very like connected thing when you're shopping for uh like a co- home cooked meal or something where you need some vegetables you're like oh some flowers in the middle of the table right. would go yeah. well together Ambiance. so it's like yeah it makes sense like those two together because a lot of people are like oh flowers and produce and coffee Coffee goes anywhere, I think. Yeah. So you're pretty safe with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think to add to the story, we moved into our new house and we were, you know, we had a full like little room of plants that was like completely packed. But once we moved into our house, the plants kind of got dispersed and we were like, we need more plants. Yeah. And we need to decorate need and we need like, we we have a style that we kind of want to continue into this home and essentially we were kind of just sitting at home around our plants and we were like, what's our perfect like work day look like? And mm. it was having coffee, being at home, being with our plants, listening to good music. And we were like, let's just kind of make that happen. Mm-hmm. And that feeling co was actually the name of our photography business. Oh, okay. Um, which originally I believe was a tribe called quest song, not a song, a but like a, a lyric oh. from, from that. So and it stems that nineties hip hop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, and at the time that feeling was very like being about love and connection and yeah. like capturing, you know, your wedding day and all that stuff. So it felt to me like a really good translation into our business because we were kind of like, what do we call our new business? Like, something botanical, something this, something that. And I was like, I feel like that feeling go yeah. kind of found its home. Like it feels really good there. And it's funny too sometimes because the name is a little bit obscure. Like you it's, don't really know what's going yeah, it's on. it's kind of odd. And <laughs> it is kind of odd. And um, it took me a while to like learn, like love it. But it's funny when customers come in and they're like, oh my God, it feels so good in here. And I'm like, yeah. there you go. That's that <laughs> what, feeling, baby. The or they're like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love well, it. The co part, like, yeah, it's like, it works out perfectly because nobody calls 
that feeling company or anything like that. Just the, that do they? Co- Are there people that say? Well, I'm sure they have to. Oh, let's meet at that company. feeling company. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we go through our like SEO and see what, what people like oh, type into Google and it's really nice. fun things like feelings co or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. fun things. <laughs> it takes, this takes them to the right yeah. place, which yeah. is good. Yeah. You guys got that SEO targeted, <laughs> nice. I'm sure. Have you guys always been kind of entrepreneur ship driven um like it sounds like it runs in your family and as somebody that's not from the u.s originally a lot of times that kind of correlates into finding your own way in business or something like that or i don't know if that's always true but how did that work out for you guys you guys started businesses before obviously did it start together or did you both Um, do it independently we, I think we, we both had independent businesses prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we got together, we started to just keep always thinking of new ideas, always brainstorming, always thinking about a new thing and next thing, you know, and always kind of coming up with new ideas or pitches and stuff like that. Um, but it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. As an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My parents are like serial entrepreneurs. They are, yeah. they have started many businesses in town and, um, shifted between different industries. And so I kind of got this a little bit from them where it's like, you can do anything you want and you can figure it out and failure is not an option. That's what my dad likes to say. And it's just, you will figure it out. Sure. And if someone else did it, then you could do it too, you know? And so he kind of just always instilled in us that like you can, and we always worked in the family business. So it was always just, we were always always just there working for the family, whatever, you know, whatever has got to get done, we're going to go help, you know? So... And just kind of like learn the, how businesses run. Definitely. That's probably a good way to figure out. Like if your family's in the business, I would imagine you started to learn, you know, logistics and whatever, yeah. scheduling oh, yeah. and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah, my, my dad's like a, like a manager pro and my mom's like numbers and accounting and she's really good at all that stuff. So nice. kind of picking from both of them, I was able to like pull. Yeah. And then I did go to UAA for a little while, but I would say that my folks were definitely yeah. way I love that. Way above the UAA standards. Yeah, so. you got a different degree. <laughs> it was totally Real different. Real life experience. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was totally different. And then Tanya was, I mean, she had, she was always talking about doing something or selling something. And she actually was the one who came to me and was like, I think we should be wedding photographers. And I was like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. We're not doing that. Absolutely not. Great segue. Well, we need Great to make segue. money to build this house because <laughs> it's not like our families are rich and we just needed to start somewhere. Okay, so and so everything. But you weren't even a photographer, so you were. You, you were. Know, just I was like, going to say, I have an iPhone this, four. This sounds like ready. you guys. You didn't. Did you have cameras? I was a photographer. You had a camera. A, okay. Yeah, I had been shooting since I was a kid, like sports, skiing, skateboarding, okay, okay. like video, and like all this like fun stuff when I was a little. Well, and kid, I was so. always on auto setting. So I was so shooting as, a, as like a youth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, still, you know, still to this day. <laughs> no, 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 nah, no, that's okay. no way. But I could I never. <laughs> I knew how intimidating weddings are, and yeah, I was like, there's a lot that you don't know. I mean, there's a lot that we both don't know. And that's yeah. like the very stressful, it can be a very stressful thing with, you know, as like technical side, I would get very like anxious about the backups and losing stuff and, oh, you know, and bro. like, and like all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we'll go overboard on that part. And if you want to do it, we got to do it right. And we got to study and we got to, you know, yeah. jump into it. And I guess so it was a business pitch for you. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how did that look? I mean, cause well, like going from like not, making money with photography to making money with photography mm-hmm. is a, can be a long journey too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, like how, what was it like, you know, fending those waters? Well, I have to basically shout out Jasmine Starr, who was a wedding photographer at one point. She lives in California, Newport beach. Oh, nice. So, um, at one point she was doing, um, classes on creative live 
And there was this whole like wedding photography, like master course. And it was like from client communication to exceeding expectations to just like literally every part of wedding photography business. And then I think I paid like a couple hundred dollars to take the class. And then that was the only way I could ever even feel confident in starting something like that. And I was like, hey, listen, I'll be the lead. I'll be the face of like talking and like communication and all these things. And you just kind of have to be behind the scenes in the bushes, which I still like pitched it like that. That's what I said to Kyle. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll be the lead, but you got (laughs) to stay in the bushes. bushes. (laughs) You just stay in the back. But it actually happened many times. Like we'll be like, say like somewhere scenic and like Carson's just gone with a zoom lens. And then I'm like, look, I told you he'll be in the bushes. (laughs) Like it would just be perfect. He's just like, (laughs) don't talk to me. Don't look at me. He like, he would be like far away. Oh yeah. Well, capturing the scene as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine I've never been a second shooter, but I would imagine Second shooting would be a little bit less stressful. Oh yeah, I wasn't you, you, stressed at all. Like, yeah. you, like you're in the bushes, you're like fading into the background. Mm-hmm. The first, it is very stressful. I've done only a few wedding videos, and I'm like, mm, never again. Like yeah. because of that moment of like losing, I've mm-hmm. lost stuff yeah. for major weddings that paid me a ton of money, and like I've also been like, you know, my only shooter. So I'm over here, I'm over there, you know. And so, yeah. wh- how did you guys, you know, when you're starting this business and you're going into it? brand new right how did you guys navigate that stress too because i think that's also a pretty important thing for entrepreneurs like if you can't deal with it then you got to figure out how to deal with it Mm -hmm. right well i think anytime you start a business you just kind of just offer your services at a discounted rate Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Mm -hmm. i personally did like a lot of shoots with my friends and kind of like just portraiture just to get myself up to some standard where i could even ask for any money um, and just kind of learn the camera and things like that. So I did a lot of like family shoots, yeah. like maternity shoots, like anything and everything. Graduation. I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. Um, and that actually had a lot of fun because everyone who I photographed, I really enjoyed. And or if it was a friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think our first wedding was like $500. And we oh, were like, yeah. oh, holy shit, this is so much work. Even <laughs> yeah. for being newbies, like, yeah. well, which is that's insane. insane. Like 10 hour day. <laughs> you guys yeah. have hour the whole SD yeah. card. You and the, I mean, it was a beautiful uh, couple. We yeah. got great, like, portfolio material. And then it kind of just went from there. It was kind of like sure. word of mouth. Yeah. Now you meet people at weddings, and, you know, Carson's straight face is ir- irresistible. And Mm-hmm. my loud laugh and they're like those two we want them at Sold. our wedding yeah, yeah. you know their energy is great we get the feels all of that we want that guy in the bushes yeah we want that feeling how did you guys come up with the name is it like you're like we want to give people that feeling oh shit that's it right there was that it mm-hmm. was that the moment i mean it was yeah. on our name list i can't remember when that specifically came up yeah i guess it could have been a moment but mm-hmm. i don't remember Cause I think, cause like Kyle and I, when we started our first business, it was like, we went through hundreds of names, right? Oh, it's taken. Oh, it's taken. Oh, it's taken. Yeah. I mean, you guys have probably experienced it. And then like, we were literally walking through Tidal Wave books and he, we passed, we were in the gun aisle. Obviously. <laughs> of, all, of all places. Yeah. When you look at us, you think guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so like he, he saw uh, the word cut. And then I think he said, you saw, I think right after that. I think we had the word cut because we're like, oh, it's like barber cut from shops. from a different cloth yeah. and cut. Yeah. Okay. So we're yeah. like, all right, what cut and we want to be hipster. So cut and something. Ampersand. And then uh, he, we were on the gun aisle and he's like, caliber, mm-hmm. cut and caliber. And we're like, oh, that's it. And then we looked it up. Oh, it's free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We bought them all. And then, yeah. But it took, it took months, two yeah, months, three naming months. Naming your stuff is very, like yeah. people don't understand how much time pe- – you, sometimes you get lucky and it like comes to you and then there's people that are like 
I have no idea what to call this for a yeah. long time. And you're using the rap name generators. You're doing everything to try to figure out oh, something. Yeah. We definitely did that. Yeah. But now you got AI and can figure it out in seconds. Um, but that feeling, Co, I love that it does. I mean, you did say it kind of like doesn't exactly say what you guys do now, mm-hmm. but like it does to a point. It like you're like, yeah, yeah you, you, you want to give people that feeling, right? That mm-hmm. lovely feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's sexual a... undertones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that, but I'm I love people that. in the store next time. Sexy. Do you guys feel yeah. that too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, see if they. Hey, what are you feeling, bud? <laughs> Mac, yeah. do you feel it? That's yeah. what ask the, the barista yeah. next we'll time. Ask Mac next time. Yeah. He's feeling, feeling sexy in here. <laughs> yeah, plants and coffee, man. Yeah. That's an aphrodisiac if mm-hmm. I ever heard of one. Um, okay, so you're, you're, you're starting your photography business. Um, it's kind of rolling down, you know, the snowball's picking up steam. Um, and then, you know, you said you touched on it a little bit. You said you wanted to build a house. Mm-hmm. Now this is something I know. I don't know. If, did you? I didn't even know they have a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had no house. Yeah. Now, yeah, we so house. now we have a house. It's kind of a big deal. Right. <laughs> but I want you to tell people, because I think it's fucking awesome um, that you guys did this. So you said you wanted to build a house. It's not going to build itself. I need to make money. So you started a photography business. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like you had this dream house or what? Like I, I had a dream house. <laughs> it's Tanya. all Carson. I thought he was insane. I was like, um, build your own house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DIY. Wow. Um, my, Does that? Well, going another going back to my shout out to my folks. They built three houses. Um, what since I was growing up with them, and they just did it. And I realized in like junior high or high school that I was like, I don't really like all the other houses around here. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I'll build my own house, and so. I kind of started talking to my folks in high school and was like, can I build a house too? And they're like, start saving, start working. So that's what I started doing in high school was saving to build a cabin up in Bear Valley where the cheapest land in town is. Mm-hmm. And luckily that did not work out. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of wetlands and a lot of, I learned a lot for like probably six years trying to find good land in town. Six or seven. Oh, man. Yeah. Almost seven years to find land. Um, Which just gave us an opportunity to save more. Yes. So we were yeah. able to save and then we we got together and then things got a little bit more serious with us. And I was like, you want to invest in this house project? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> another, another pitch. Another pitch. Yeah, another pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, you, did you have a pitch deck? You're oh, like, yeah. welcome to the presentation tonight. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. There's a whole thing. God, that's a good idea. I should yeah. do that with Alicia and with Kyle. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Investors, possibly you. Yes. Possibly you. <laughs> so finally found some land and was able to pull the trigger and um, get going on building a house. So it was a really cool project. It's, uh, it's like an owner-builder program, so I'm not a general contractor. I don't know anything about building a house. Okay, good. I was going to ask. You have some knowledge question. from helping your parents. It's not like you're clueless. You understand. Needs a door. Um, <laughs> I understand windows. like... How do hammers work? <laughs> yeah, that you can... <laughs> like, figure it out like you would figure out like a business. You know, right. there's all these pieces and someone's got to come first before the next person and then you would just basically sub out who you need and vet people to come help do the things you don't know how to do. Right, you right. Know? Were you and Google really good friends? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. YouTube yeah. University. I would time. imagine. I, I do know a friend who did build his own house in Palmer and he's like, I learned everything from YouTube. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, really? Yeah. Like building a house? Because you think... Well, at least for me, I don't know. But like when I think YouTube University, I think, oh, like videos and and design. Like, well, that's the stuff I do or like whatever, you know, photography, wedding classes or whatever. But building a house, I'm like, you can learn 
literally how to build a house. Oh, on definitely. There. Yeah. You're only in like one little tiny sliver. I know. Of YouTube. It's and insane. Then, yeah. Cause sometimes I'll stumble across something like I'll need to change the vents in the house or something yeah. like that. And I'll start getting into like repair YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, cars. Oh, yeah. Automotives. You mean I can do anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to expand your algorithm. For oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, I like my algorithm <laughs> the way it is. Uh, but let's, so let's talk about that because I think that's kind of fascinating because the, the mindset, for some people, me included, would be like, oh, no. Build a house. Building business? Yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Building a house? No. Uh, I'm scared to like, you know, I'm going to make build this wrong. So like, walk me through that and how that was and like building the, you know, starting to build it and Definitely. what you needed to do and, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's... It was extremely, it's very intimidating, obviously. It's a humongous project. But, I mean, like any project, you can break it down to tons of steps. And so um, each step has multiple steps below. So I would just start there and be like, who's first? Who do you got to talk to first? It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, we got to clear the land. I'm like, who's going to help me chainsaw? So we would just go out there and start chainsawing. And then we would just go from there. Um, Okay, we got to hire an architect. And then I gave my drawings to the architect and then I said, make these, can you help make these legal, like, plans? Here's my plans, but I'm not an architect. It's just, so. like, sketched on yeah, like a piece sketched of paper. Yeah, just sketched on graph paper. Like, pen and oh, wow. pencil and so paper. So you've really had, like, a, an idea and a dream yeah. and vision for a house. Oh, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's um, awesome. And then once I had the plans legal, then it's basically you're bringing kind of like a business pitch to the bank. Like, they want right. to see, like, a binder. They want to see all the pricing. They want to see all the spreadsheets all laid out, like, how much is this all going to cost and what are you going to get approved for? So it's just basically like getting approved for a regular house. Hmm. Um, kind of the same qualifications. They're just like, okay, cool. You can afford this much house if you go buy one. So it's kind of the same thing as if you go build one. Sure. So it's some regular mortgage and everything. Interesting. Yeah, you can hire out any portion of house yeah, getting so like, built. I'm not an electrician. But you can I be didn't. in charge of right. a lot of the decisions. Yeah. Where did the design of the house come from? Like, you said you kind of had this idea since you were in high school. Like, did you see it, like, movie form? Or did you have this vision of, like, the... And I'm I'm assuming, like, the shape and everything that you saw or the layout. Definitely. I mean, it's a pretty small house. It looks a little bit more lavish than it is because it's nice. But it's only 1,200 square feet. Sure. And it's, like, a shed roof modern with big windows, all glass, everything. And then we have, like some like unique cool features like cool siding and nice things like that mm-hmm. um but i think that like the inspiration yes. wise comes from like homes in scandinavia and right. yeah. um new zealand and australia have really amazing style for their architecture and i've just always been jealous and like always just loved architecture i guess yeah. and always hated anchorage architecture oh yeah is there uh, anchorage architecture no. oh well, no well it's, i mean it's not it's a, a thing it, it exists is it, is but it? it's not yeah it's old, just a brick uh, square buildings. Not even brick. We don't yeah, even have brick buildings. Some of the 70s, everything 70s 80s yeah. homes. I'm not, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's like a a need to have something for your, like that's, that's your own or if it's just like more of like a, I just wouldn't feel right buying something that I didn't enjoy or didn't like and then have to change every single thing in the house anyway because we're just picky. Yeah. And I'm just going to be picky with the decisions. So it's just like, okay, if I buy this house, then we're going to have to tear it all down and change everything. Interesting. So you're like, fuck that. Let's just go straight for it. I'm going to build it the way I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. That is that entrepreneur mentality for sure. What's the total timeline from like when you're like, I'm looking for land to completion? Um. 
Finding the land was the most difficult part for sure. us. I mean, Anchorage is really difficult for land. I'm constantly just looking at land just to see what comes up. Just, just like Still? you never know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We got alerts. I moved on from this house. On. I don't like this house. <laughs> Google alerts. <laughs> big land yeah. guy. I'm a big land guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, one, if you have good land, you're you're like you're way sad. ahead of the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're you call me, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. But um, the house, like once we broke ground on actually starting the house, it was a one year project. So you do oh, want to okay. go fairly fast because like winter once everything. The, once the like timer starts, it's basically you're paying on an all interest loan mm-hmm. uh, until you get it completed. It gets inspected, and then then you can wrap it into a real mortgage. But when you're doing the build out, it's an all interest loan, so you want to kind of hurry up and get it done. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, you don't want to drag it out unless you're like paying out of pocket. But I don't know who's doing that to build a house. Well, sure, a big portion of building the house was in the winter time. So yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. So this this house was like kind of a big deal too because it made like HGTV yeah. <laughs> and stuff. I mean, like, so uh, was this during the process of building it? People found out about this. Um, so or was it your Instagram? Yeah, we decided to document right. um, the house build, which is we've completely fallen off that Instagram account. But it was called My Alaskan Home, and it was kind of our way to like. I don't know. I kind I of think remember. of it as like a personal yeah. journal of like a blog, basically of like yeah. building the house, and then I think that. Um, as difficult it is to like keep up with posting and stuff like that, it was kind of like an opportunity to kind of show people that this is something you can do and you don't mm-hmm. have, this isn't like out of reach for everyone. Like this is, you know, this can be done on like a very like regular salary. Mm. Um, hmm. j- as long as you, you know, have the mindset to be organized or want to run this kind of business, but it right. wasn't, um, it's not unattainable basically. Um, so that's where we kind of like wanted to like post about it and people really enjoyed seeing the progress and what we were doing and talking about how the house came up. And then, um, you guys had a vibe. Yeah. Apartment. You had a vibe. You had an aesthetic. You took a photo like from the same angle and there was like a stop motion from like literally the whole house beginning built. And that was like, Mm. I feel like really like a a hot, hot hot seller. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But so HDTV and, I think I think it was apartment therapy. They wanted apartment to therapy. get oh, photos. That's what it was. Yeah, apartment therapy. They wanted to get photos of the house. Like we had just moved. It was like the week we moved in. So it's like we we're didn't still have, sleeping on a mattress. We had no like... money at all. <laughs> like we're like we don't even have a we don't have a dining room table. We don't have any. Like we have nothing. We're like and so we went and raided my parents' house for like we got we got like a coffee table from them. We got art for the walls and stuff. We got like. Yeah, we like had to grabbed stage the, the home. We had to stage the yeah. house. We, we had we were yeah MTV cribbed it. Yeah, we went yeah. over budget and we're like we we can't make this look like what we want it to look like yeah. right now. It would be too expensive. And um, we even borrowed borrowed their dog. Yeah, we even <laughs> no way really. Yeah, we did. <laughs> They're Newfoundland. Yeah. We were like, buddy, you're hanging out here. Do yeah. have cheese? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Apartment therapy's gonna love. Yeah, this. it was. Yeah, he was definitely like the star. But it was oh, cool. They awesome. loved. Yeah, it was cool to like. Uh, talk to them about the process and stuff yeah. like that. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Man, that's wild, dude. Yeah. Especially like being in Alaska, I feel like there's another thing of like, we're so disconnected and then people just kind of like, they're like, well, I guess it is what it is. Like, I'm just going to, but you know, you could easily be like, I'm just going to move into the house and I'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Buy the new house, whatever. But you're like, fuck that. Like, no, this is what we want and we're going to work towards it. And we're going to start a photography business to do it. A lot of people are like, I mean, like, oh, I, I, I have dreams, I have goals, but it's like, oh, well, this is just dreams and goals. And, like, it's kind of cool because you guys are, like, living proof that it's doable. Mm-hmm. It can happen if you just work hard and, you know, make a lot of money selling wedding photography. 
Yeah. So you, it helps. <laughs> yeah. So you guys were in wedding photography for a while. You moved into this house. Um, and so you kind of kept doing wedding photography. Like, where's that timeline? Yeah. Um, we pretty much did that. When was the LSD up in, trip? Sorry. Oh, um, there's been many. I'm curious. But that one partic- <laughs> particularly, that one was in probably 2018. Okay. So or 19. A few, yeah. Few like, years like, before. Like, yeah, about a year and a half ago. before we opened the shop. Okay. Where it was just like oh, so, you only had like two years of plant life under your belt. Oh yeah, that's we actually... had a few plants, and then it was kind of like accelerated. Well, even when we committed to opening the shop, we were like, we need to study. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we should probably oh, learn LSD. the plants we have at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where do you get? L- I know this is. Like, I was going to say, don't just like say that. Don't say the person or anything, but like, how What's do you get? Name and where's his address? Yeah. What's yeah. his phone number right now? Uh, how do you get trustworthy drugs? How do you feel like? Is that through like? acquaintances because that's what my concern is like with shrooms or anything or or any drug nowadays with all the crazy stuff that's going on it's like how do you trust anything you do have to be very careful (laughs) yeah it's normally a guy in a cloak yeah (laughs) cloaks are (laughs) cloaks are fairly trustworthy trustworthy, there's a guy on the highway today walking with a cloak on (laughs) what is this guy doing dude (laughs) maybe he's got LSD yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's You know it's probably not tainted. I mean, nobody wears a cloak that's trying to trick you. I don't think, well, yeah, and you would hope that LSD would be the safer one (laughs) because it's not a powder and it's not, you know, it's not any of those things. Generally, people in the psychedelic realm are very giving and very understanding that this is like a very powerful, shareable thing that they want other people to experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little different than other hard drugs where it's like, um, there's definitely like, a different stigma to it, you yeah. know, and um, so generally a trustworthy friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do. Uh, I mean, I've never done LSD, but I would imagine <laughs> I'd be like, I trust you. I feel like, uh, hey, bud, FBI, disregard this next text. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't look at my phone. Um, emoji, emoji, emoji. Yeah. yeah. Siri called drug dealer. That's no, like, that is one thing because like, you know, we've had people on here and it's like, you know, I did mushrooms and then I had this like really profound yeah. songwriting moment or um you know where people write about being on mushrooms and their songs or um and so we're very like curious hmm. but also petrified oh and it, it should be scary yeah it's, it's it is scary yeah. but also like it's funny because like for a while i think when we were in business like you know starting a business together the big thing was ayahuasca at that mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. so we were like, you know what? Skip everything else. Let's go straight to I'm the big I'm ready to throw up. <laughs> Let's go, go straight to the big now. boy. Uh-huh. Let's go to the big boy. I'm going to cry drugs. and I'm going to throw up. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's definitely a world that I'm like fascinated And you with. guys did that? No. no. Oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, let, let down. That okay. was a big bus yeah. kill. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, we didn't do it. Not yet. I like how you said that. Uh, not yet. Not it's yet. important to throw in there because I... The older I get, the more open I am to like oh, different experiences. But I also don't want to be that guy that tries something the first time and like dies or like f- freaks out or sure. something. Like I want to experience different stuff, but like I hate to say this responsibly. Of course, you know, no, like definitely. to an extent. And I've I've done these things irresponsibly before and had difficult trips or difficult experiences and those are very really powerful learning experiences that is useful to go through Hmm. um but there's definitely ways to counter or to make sure that that doesn't happen you know and yeah yeah you know you learn the tricks of yourself and you learn yourself a little bit better through each one of these experiences and i mean i see i've had so much value from these experiences in my life it's like 
really high up there on like the interesting on the the power Must level. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it should be respected, and it definitely should be taken pretty seriously. But yeah. um, we're looking for a responsible shaman to <laughs> help guide us through yeah. our future trips. I think it's just fascinating because it's like you know that's the only you know like mushrooms or LSD is like the only thing that can build neural pathways like new neural pathways and it's like kind of in, uh, uh, amazing but also terrifying and but exciting but also i'm like what can this do for me like what's next um but i know how i am like if i smoke oh my god dude i mean i'm just gonna say i always i call what it was it um uh, um, modest mouse Mm -hmm. modest mouse was like one of the last times i smoked weed because it was like the scariest uh thing i call it the joint of no return so everybody's passing around and then next thing i know i'm like yeah sure hell yeah no i was done and then so ever since then i've been like a little scared and so now i do a lot of edibles or or we you know drink Oh, the, yeah. the drink stuff, THC's. THC drink or whatever. That? So that stuff I'm like, I can do, but it's just like, all right, what's next? You know, and that's like the next stroke. So we're very curious, me and my wife especially, we're like, we should just go out to Talkeetna, just spend a few days, do some <laughs> mushrooms, just chill out, you know, watch a movie or something. I don't know. For three days. I think you're on to something. <laughs> I mean, we did we did do that a couple of years ago, but uh, we didn't have enough mushrooms. I'm a big boy, so like, I didn't take enough. But it's there. Step one has been done. Step mm-hmm. two is coming soon. You got the uh, taste. And yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Um, okay, so 2018, you know, the LSD trip. Uh, you're, you're getting into plant life. You know, you spent $300 at Lowe's, which is funny because it's like, right, when before you guys, that's where I would go for plants too. Like, oh, let's just go to Lowe's. I mean, I have blood plants at Lowe's and stuff. Um and so that's another beautiful thing about Alaska is like there's a lot of ap- opportunity to kind of do what you want to do up here. And there's not that many people who are going to challenge you, right? Not many competition, even photography. Now, there's a lot more photographers, but I would imagine like, you know, it was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was probably possible to become a little bit more well known with good branding and good photos and whatnot and to stick out a little bit farther than you know if you were in seattle or yeah. highly congested market there's room like yeah there's room here yeah. yeah there's room here for like every industry that's why i say alaska yeah. got so much opportunity here like come here learn build up your business and then if you want to you can leave but honestly why would you at that yeah. point if you're yeah. going to compete with us though don't come up here yeah so. if you're going to start another podcast <laughs> yeah just don't <laughs> it's a terrible market <laughs> no it's a great market uh Anyway, so you're you're starting the the business, um, and so basically, what was your first steps there to start the plant coffee business? Yeah, Just, um, talk about our road trip. Well, yeah, we so we did a little inspo road trip which was a good start to the planning stage. So we just, we went down to Southern California and we drove up the coast up to Portland. Oh yeah, and we just basically stopped at. We took inspiration from nature and inspiration from a bunch of cool coffee shops along the way. We stopped at other plant shops and garden stores and stopped at nurseries. And we just wanted to like kind of see what was out there on the West Coast. Like what what do you got? Like yeah. what is the what's like a boutique what's, plant store? What yeah. does that look like? Yeah. What are the, what does our idea look like? Because we're like, we know this exists somewhere in a in like a certain form. Um, but we hadn't seen it yet in person. Yeah. So we wanted to just kind of just see what 
what was available and then be like, okay, well, our spin is different or we have this take on something or we would do this different and we're just big judges. So we're just yeah. driving around. <laughs> Taking notes. Driving around the country judging Ooh. everything. Yeah. <laughs> just in, you're in the shop and you're and next to like, the owner. You're like, this, this is shit. This nah, is like, we're not going to do this. Thumbs down. He's like right next brands, to you. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How yeah. long did the road trip take? A uh, week or so. Yeah, it was oh, only okay. it was short. it was pretty okay. quick. Yeah, yeah, it quick. was pretty it's a quick. Good time though, and yeah. So you I guys were that. camping out on the way or staying? No, in? we would stay at places um, along the way, and then um, after that was was my first summer off with no work because my family had sold their bakery and I was not working, which was amazing. I had just never had time off. We stopped doing wedding photography. We oh, stopped wow. doing florist work, florals, because Tanya's also a florist, and we. Um, Tanya was still working at Moose's Tooth and Bear Tooth, and we weren't sure if the plant shop was going to be sustainable for two incomes. So mm. the plan was to keep her at working for to start and sure. see how that goes. Right. And that was immediately canceled. Like, <laughs> like, but well, probably a couple of weeks before we opened the shop, a couple of weeks, we were like, we need you full time. We can't. Yeah, right. we can't There's just so much that work quick. to be done. There was too much to do. I was like, doing the design work for everything and yeah. the website, and then I was also designing Johnny's produce branding and their website. So it's like, yeah, which it was I want to get into too, because I'm obsessed with branding. So I definitely want to talk about that. So we'll put a pin in that. But okay, yeah, continue. So I mean, as, as far as starting this business goes, um, it's kind of hard to run numbers because you don't really know anything. You're like, can I sell ten plants a day? Do, can yeah. I sell twenty? Do I sell fifty? Like. I don't know what what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find the market of how many people are out there um, looking for this kind of thing. We knew that we were looking for it, so we were like, I think this will work. But it was definitely a big question mark at the beginning, um, especially with how do you get the plants to Alaska when mm -hmm. it's freezing cold because we opened in the winter, so that was pretty scary. And then there was... Um, how many do we need to buy? <laughs> and like, yeah. well, you know, what does this even look like? How do we teach people how to care for these things? Yeah, and do we need employees? Can we afford employees? Yeah. Anything like that? And at the beginning, it was like, no, we can't. We just, we're going to have to... Just do two. We're just going to do us. And then at, right before we opened, we decided we needed one person to help. So we had one person come in. So two of you and one Our person. Time, yeah. yeah. Okay, wow. Very quickly, that was not even close to enough help. That's I mean, cool, though. We have 16 now. Holy crap. Between the two stores, stores, though. So eight, basically kind of eight at each store, eight to nine at each store. Wow. That's a lot. Um, You're the boss. We're like, the okay, we're just going to work the two of us and then maybe a part-time employee. Like, that, I think <laughs> that's going to work. Yeah. And then it was just like, that's nope. a joke. Yeah. What, what's the, like a... A, like a typical customer look like to you in terms of like if somebody comes in and buys a plant mm -hmm. like are they set for two months three months or are they back a week later to add like what's the oh, yeah. rebuy kind of like we have like situation um, lots range. of different types of customers mm -hmm. yeah we have um the customer that just wants a plant in their office and they want to come right. in and get something we have people mm -hmm. coming to get gifts we also have people who are like collectors sure. like think of it as like Plant trading collectors. card trading card collectors sure. or someone who's like i have to have every single thing i don't have mm. and they will get every single thing they don't have interesting they have lists they have you know they're looking for certain things they have you know there's rare plants and there's collectors plants and there's really expensive plants that um would surprise a lot of people that uh sure. that are people are very into collecting and taking care of that's sweet i didn't yeah. know that there's a whole yeah. other world i didn't know about well first off if you saw dennis the menace 
back when you were a kid and he has the special plant that blooms one night after like 20 years or yeah, something. Yeah, in like the that. old movie? Yeah. 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 Wow, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie that in forever. That is like the great, and he ruins Deep, deep. cut, Kyle. I'm just saying that deep was a cut. great movie when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so how do you, how do you plan for that? Because you said you, when you open up the shop, you're yeah. like, how often am I going to be rebuying plants or um, stocking yeah. up? And you have some people that, like you said, are maybe once a year for a birthday or something. And then you got the guy that's in there, the creepy guy that comes in like seven times a day to collect a bunch of things. Yeah. You They're know? not creepy, though. They're great. I'm sure you got <laughs> We know them by name. We have their phone number. <laughs> What's their address? Yeah. yeah. We text them photos when things come in. Yeah. Ooh. That's, oh, that's wow. the hot Inside one. Inside scoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. VIP wow. treatment. Yeah, they get VIP yeah. treatment. And so they're like the first one. They're like oh, yeah. screeching into the parking lot. Oh, big time. Do you yeah, have yeah, private yeah. showings? Big like, time. Oh, yeah. A couple times, yeah. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> bring them over to the, where we we process plants. At bring the, them down at to the a, basement. at a warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> we have brought people there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we we don't need to get into the underworld of plants. <laughs> we do the underground yeah. plant yeah. world, the black market, in the basement. Yeah. 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 So you, um, you took an average or something, or is it just kind of like I mean, it's cyclical <laughs> of some sort. Yes, yeah, so we kind of had to just wing it at the beginning and just pick a number mm-hmm. and just be like, let's just buy a bunch and see if it fills up the shop. And then um, we quickly realized that it was not enough. Mm. Um, we sold out our the first, first week, day. Yeah, yeah, within our first Holy two days, we crap. sold out. Mm. And you can't just get plants here, right. like, quickly. And we had already... Especially s- in the winter. No. It's so January, right? We had already scheduled an yeah. event um, for that first, second weekend that we were open. We had, like, a maker's market. Which was... We shouldn't have done this. It was crazy. We didn't have any employees. We had, like, 10 makers selling their... Items, Small their goods. jewelry, their yeah. goods. Mm. We had Nick Carpenter playing music. Uh, we had, we were just like, it was packed. There was like, truck. it felt like there was yeah. 300 people in there and it's such a small space. And we were like, <laughs> we, sold out, we sold out of plants the day before that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're just coffee now, so, guys. It was, <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, did you go to Lowe's? For two weeks, we had to tell every single person that we are a plant shop. Plants will be coming. Oh my like, goodness. Please come back, like literally every person, because it was kind of like, are you? So I did. I did go to Lowe's. (laughs) Good. Good. Yeah. I got called out too. I had to. Yeah. We had an empty store. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. We didn't make any money on all those plants. I just resold them for how much I bought them for because I didn't want to. It was like they were expensive, and I was like, I have have to have something in here. We have nothing until next Saturday because they come, you know, from all over the United States. But it takes a long time to get here. Well, and it was Valentine's Day weekend, so for that you had to like reorder like last year, like like at least six months before. Yeah, we had. We didn't know what like, we were have doing. the shipping in order for that. So it's That's not like, beauty. oh, like we need some more plants. Like, will they get here next week? It's like, no, cutie. <laughs> no. no. Like, oh, that's a, man. That's a cute thought. Yeah. 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 So if you go into like our Google, uh, like if you just like Google our business and you don't have the Google <laughs> photos that customers mm. post, oh. there's some on there from like our first week. And I'm like, oh my God. There's literally like five plants in it's the like shop. Pots <laughs> yeah. And the it tables. Terrible. Yeah. You got to report those people. <laughs> I, I've tried. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, We've please re- remove this. Google, this isn't us. We're a plant yeah. company. I'm flagging, yeah. I'm flagging it yeah. and everything. Tell them the story about the Lowe's woman. Oh yeah, so we had like an open and shut article. In yeah, ADN. so we were we were in the yeah we were in the ADN for open and shut, uh-huh. and then I pull up. I go. I'm at Lowe's and I have a cart with like 500 plants on it. And like we're just like carts, like bunch of carts of plants. And she looks at me, <laughs> and she's like, 
I know you. Because <laughs> it was like our faces on the article. Cute Asian and lady she like just points like, at the plants like, and looks at me and she's like, oh. And I'm like, I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 like, the cutest story ever. Oh, she's like, I yeah. won't tell anyone. Yeah. yeah. It was so Thank funny. You. Yeah. That's so fun. But we were uh, embarrassed. We yeah. didn't know what to do. And yeah. we had an event and we were like, we need something. Dude, that's, I mean, that's business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it happens sometimes. Uh, sometimes yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's not the word. I mean, the timing's terrible, but selling out is is hardly a problem usually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but for the the timing situation. But it's the first yeah. impression. You yeah, know? Um, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it was like this new cool hip thing, yeah. and it was just like people wanted to come in, and then we were like, people wanted to spend money, and there was nothing to spend money on but coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's in there like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, yeah. wh- I, <laughs> what is this place? Yeah, it's a plant company. Yeah. Uh, okay, so b- b- leading up to the thing too because i'm also a sucker for marketing how did you guys get the word out there just tell your friends word of mouth internet advertisements we didn't i don't think we've ever done any advertising um it was just like kind of a lot of teasing on instagram with photos from the greenhouse or from like our personal plants Mm -hmm. and then we were like are you ready are you ready ready?" yeah Yeah. yeah. so yeah just just instagram we just Yeah. yeah we had some like well, and then there's a Facebook group, uh, Alaska Houseplants. Mm. Um, Alaska Houseplant Enthusiasts. And so I think they have like 15,000 members. Oh, like, oh my. Way more than that. God. Or Alaska. Maybe yeah. more now. They're huge. But it's a huge But we were page. like, hey, guys, we're opening. And then that's kind of how we sold out, like, from the morning. Like, it was right. kind of like oh, wow. herds were coming in. Everyone was really excited. And um, Wild. Yeah. That, that's what, that's oh, so cool. Yeah. A lot of people don't ever think about that when they start a business is that there are face as much as facebook's old people territory of, course, yeah. of some sort like you go on there you can find groups for anything and you find these diehards that will buy that specific thing for instance when we started cutting caliber i got on all these pomade groups and mm-hmm. that's how we kind of started was we found a group that had like i don't know it was like twenty thousand people in it that were obsessed with hair products and i'm like jeez when we say obsessed, it was like it was real. They, weird. Like, it was weird. These guys, these, I'm not bashing they have like them. Only fans, oh, dude. These it guys, <laughs> they, they had like cabinets and cabinets, and like you know how people would put like you know the German dolls or like bowls or glassware. No, these guys would put pomades and like put that in their living room. Of like course. that was that was like there. I've never like, seen that level of passion. Yeah, for like a the hair guy products. that buys wow. the seven plants. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. these guys had like vintage pomades mm. and it was like a trading market and oh, yeah. then it was like yeah. hey yeah. guys was like mm-hmm. I need rent this month so I'm trading my collection I'm like yeah. Jesus this is real bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, what's like yeah. a jar of some like rare shit go for yeah I mean you could get I mean some, some typically sometimes, in the yeah. maybe 50 to 60 dollar range mm-hmm. like the thing is, is you don't really usually want super old stuff. Like you want mm, a it has rare, a certain scent, right? You yeah. want like a rare can that was like a limited edition, yeah, yeah, and like the metal tins and all that stuff. So I would send stuff to these testers that were on there that would do reviews and YouTube videos, and they would give you like you know six for hold, seven for smell, eight yeah. for texture, nine for washability, Total different all world, this stuff, right? and you're just wow. like. We all the senses. Yeah, it's just like probably yeah. when you just get into the plants, like you realize there's these people that are up, live for this stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, 
it's the algorithm. It changes. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, pomade. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Plants. like if I told anybody that was starting a business, I'd be like, get on Facebook groups that are obsessed with yeah. what you're doing mm-hmm. and, and market there. Mm-hmm. Because that's like even with podcasters, podcast groups that are hundreds of thousands of people that are just looking for new podcasts or podcasters helping other people. It's like right. you can find anything on there. So yeah. Facebook isn't quite dead. I just don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't love it either. Yeah. No. Nobody loves it anymore, I don't think. Um, okay. So one of the things I, I love about the store, and I think people love about it too, is the branding, right? You guys are very, I mean, visual, like heavy, I guess you could say, right? You're, you're like, you understand what looks good, what feels good. Mm. Um, and so you're branding. And so where did the, like the branding, let's talk about that because I'm, I'm obsessed with branding. Uh, let's talk about like the process, you know, like what do I want people to feel? Was it the branding you used for the wedding photography and you just brought it over and mm-hmm. like you, or, you know, made a whole batch of new designs. Also Johnny's produce with the sketched logos, like, the illustrative, you know, components of that. Let's talk about the branding just a little bit. We might lose people, but it may, uh, you won't lose me, that's for sure. No, I think it's very exciting. Um, like any great business and also like starting our house project, we, we started with a good old mood board mm. on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you guys just like adding to it? Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, 100%. So like my sort of, process for creating a mood board is just like pinning everything and anything I visually enjoy and I think would be a good fit. And then I kind of just go through the entire page and then I look for similarities like, okay, I'm obviously really drawn to this color, really drawn to like this type of siding or like, you know, for our house at least. And, you know, just kind of starting to find similarities and then basically create a digital mood board on like illustrator and design with just the components that Mm. fit together. And then I pull colors from those images and then I just create like a little color palette. Um, So that's kind of how it begins. And then same for like specific like type fonts and things like that, just playing around and see what looks good. It's a lot of trial and error and just being like, I am shit. You know, the creative process takes its toll. Imposter syndrome seeps in right in the beginning. Yep. You're like, who am I? What am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, So it kind of eventually goes into something that's cohesive and it makes sense. And then, yeah. Uh, what does your illustration, your illustrator boards look like in Illustrator? Because mine are a complete disaster. And when someone asks for it, I'm like, you have I've to been making, you know, document. a duplicate and yeah, then just make a new one and yeah. then clean yeah, it up. Clean it yeah. up. It's kind Send of like a disaster, yeah. and then you're like, "This is my disaster. No one else." Yeah, is. yeah. Because there's yeah. there's a there's beauty in the chaos. There's like something there uh, that you're like, "Oh, oh yeah, where was that again?" And you like go to the part where it's like ten different fonts, and you grab that logo, and you're like, "This is it. This is one." Bring different parts, but I think that's the beautiful thing about like the branding aspect is like everything goes. Like there's so much you can do with it. You can go different ways, but also it's a, it's a vibe. It's a feeling. I love that you started with Pinterest and then you just put everything, anything, and then you whittle it down and then outcomes kind of like your creative take on everything combined. Right. Is that kind of, I'm understanding clearly. Definitely. And a lot of our like shop inspiration came from our house. Like we have the siding on the coffee bar and that was inspired by the siding of our house. Oh, cool. And our whole house is just like really earth tone and it's really inviting and warm. And 
that translate into our business as well. So we wanted like a lot of earth tones. We wanted to feel really homey, which is why the couches are in there. We wanted it like to feel like a home. Too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause yeah. it does have a good vibe. I mean, I've only seen pictures of your house, but it does have a good vibe looking at it and also looking at your store. There's a similar aesthetic there that I'm like, oh, they just know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> it just feels good. Like you got that yeah. feeling. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. That might God. even be the name of the episode. Well, you know? <laughs> and designing for yourself is always the most difficult. You're going to yes. be almost like way more judgmental on like everything oh, yeah. you're doing. And so when we were creating the branding for Johnny's produce, we were like, okay, so this is going to be kind of like the parents and the kids in one space, like mm. dynamic. And so it kind of had a more vintage feel. It had kind of mm. this like, you know, like kind of vintage produce, like market, like market a, yeah, like style. Old produce market. Yeah. 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 Well, and actually when we did the road trip, we had Carson's folks with us. So no. while we were driving oh. around, we went to like a little markets and, I would obviously get inspiration for their branding kind of taking pics, drawing. Yeah. Uh, It's funny that you say designing for yourself is the hardest. I only recently found that out. Like I, I didn't design our artwork for the podcast. A lot of people are like, damn, you did a really good job. I was like, I didn't do it Mm -hmm. because like I worked for months and I just didn't like anything I was working on because it was like, this sucks. This is shit. This sucks. This Mm -hmm. is shit. And then finally I was like, Kyle, we need to spend money and like get a guy who can do it. And so, (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> can't you do this for free yeah. Yeah. that's what you do that's what, yeah. That's, yeah. What, yeah, yeah, that's what everybody asks but I'm like when it comes to like my things I'm like damn like I can do like social media posts or whatever but it, like the branding it is a difficult thing and people don't understand it so kudos to you guys for like doing it yourself and like being like nope let's fucking get it done it's so important too branding is the most 100%. important thing right. and, yeah. and I think that's why your store in my head sticks out a lot because it's like um, you don't where we live in a town that you know was famously said like we're seven years behind the times. Just a lot of right? years. We're just a little bit of a old fashioned. And so like when something new comes in, something new, fresh, and it's like hip and there's a, like good branding, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. I love this. Someone so came in and people latch uh, on. Someone came in and said like a really nice compliment and they were like they were like Anchorage can have nice things like we yeah. can we can do it I love that well, okay. and once we built our house we didn't want to move and we were like how do we make Anchorage like what we want it to be like oh. what kinds of things would we enjoy doing here mm-hmm. and you know we were like let's just do that uh, yeah it's like how can you cr- we yeah, wanted curate, to have like, like a gathering space we wanted to have a place where like we had a lot of local makers which we do we have local coffee like very centered around the community and we do a lot of donations and fundraisers and so it's like everything that's important to us is in, is encompassing in that feeling co and mm. um well and what we didn't expect was to have like a whole team of amazing employees mm-hmm. that are now such close friends of ours like all of them it's so weird i just never would i wouldn't have thought that because i just wasn't expecting to have a team like this and now like i couldn't imagine doing it without them they're all like just amazing mm. and the powerhouse of the yeah and they just they've all been around for a long time they love what we're doing they're all about it and we try to inspire them or or have you know show them that they can do what they want to do as well and mm-hmm. they're all artists and creatives in their own right yeah. and um that's been a really rewarding is just um having this team of employees and being able to hang out with them and 
learn from them and have them learn from us. And um, it's been really, that's been really cool. Yeah. Shout out to good employees. Yeah. yeah. We got a, we got a cool team. You what's, know who you guys are. What's that look like? Cause so are you guys sitting down in the interviews and all that stuff yep. with the people, both yes. of you? Yeah. yeah. A little two on one. Oh God. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. And I don't smile at all. Yeah. The whole like interview. I like it. Yeah. It's a test. It, yeah. Right. Yeah. And mm. so, Solid. Are these you guys putting out the um, job openings to basically anybody, or is it kind of like friends of friends a lot of times? Or um, well, at the beginning, we um, we got a couple of coffee pros right at the very beginning. Okay, um, yeah. So we got some Makes coffee sense. pros, and that really helped just dial in the bar, dial in our recipes, dial in just that we wanted to make sure that our coffee was on point. Because there's you know when you're like a business that has two things going on, you know. Um, I feel like there could be a disconnect on one or the other. Like yeah. if, if you walk in there, you're going to be like, oh, it's a cool plant shop. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this coffee is going to be good or not because this is a plant shop. So we want to like pleasantly surprise yeah. someone and be like, oh, that was actually, that was great. Mm. You know, or I'll come back and get a latte sometime on my way to work or something, you know? So we were really wanted to be strict and make sure that that front was getting done correctly. So we had a few employees with a ton of coffee experience come in and really help dial that in right at the beginning. And then we started pulling from them <laughs> and they started getting their old coworkers or their old friends. And we just really kind of st- worked a lot from internally. Um, Poaching Kalates. <laughs> yeah. never. I just want to make this very clear. We never poached anyone ever. Sorry, I, I just added. We, we have a lot of yeah. We have a lot, a lot of team from Black Cup and Kalates. Oh, because I, mean, yeah. I mean, like that's the only it's other coffee town. shop. Yeah, yeah. I say it's small. Like yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't so, mean poaching in the bed. We're not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, listen, a good way to say We're coming for your Kalates. <laughs> no, no, not the vibe. But yeah, um, yeah so, and then once we started getting and realizing, like, you know, in order to give us more time to focus on bigger picture things or growing with the second, you know, the second location, which we weren't expecting to do really so quickly, so quickly, especially. Um, we were able to start laying on more tasks with the crew and giving them delegating a little bit more and yeah. seeing them thrive with that, mm-hmm. um, with that, that those responsibilities and really kind of take all of that off our plate so that we can focus on other things. Um, and now, you know, we can take off easily and we can, you know, we can feel no stress at all about going on vacation or, um, that things are getting taken care of and they want more, they want more to do, you know, they want more to take care of, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Wow. Was was that pretty hard at first? Because like, I think of it as like, like the teenager getting to stay home alone now, because this is something you guys started and now you're leaving other people kind of in charge of your, your biggest asset in some regards. And so uh, you had to find people obviously that in a very short time be like, I trust you to kind of run the store how it's supposed to run. Cause we've never, at least me, I've never been in that situation where I have employees that I'm like, I trust you guys to do everything without me even being here. Mm-hmm. And so what was that like in terms of, did you find the one person you sound, that you, you sound were, like the old principal in like an eighties <laughs> movie? Like you better, you kids better be dead. Yeah, I will kill you. <laughs> well, do but I, I mean, trust you? Well, right. Like that would be hard for me because I just like have a hard time with trusting people with like very big things that matter to me. Well, and a lot of business owners do. That's why you see a lot of business yeah. owners doing Working everything. It. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's not, 
I mean, I, I just don't think that's efficient. And I feel like there's much better things for your time to do. Oh, so 100%. when you lay that trust on them, then they're either going to rise to the occasion or they're not going to be able to do it. And you'll know pretty quickly if yeah, they're not mm-hmm. going to be able to do it. Um, so I love, I love just giving the responsibility away and as quickly and as just possible trusting and it. Just yeah. Seeing, just letting yeah. them, letting them, letting them go for it if they, if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and just lots of intimidation. Right. The no <laughs> smiling. I'm sure. Of, the, perfect. I could see perfect. the no smiling working really well because most of the time people are like, oh, I want him to like me or, oh, you know, yes. and if you're just straight faced, they yeah. just don't know how to read it. They have no I, clue what's going that's, on. That's one of my things is like my wife, uh, she doesn't let her emotions sometimes show on her face. And I'm a very, I'm like, especially if we're having a serious, serious conversation. Yeah, I'm just whole. like, what the fuck? She fucking hates me. <laughs> she's right a psychopath. She, like, she fucking hates me. And then I'll be like, what are you thinking right now? And she's like, oh, I'm just really stoked about us. And I'm like, oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm over here being like, oh, she hates me. I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, no, I just like, you know, whatever. I love us. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Then I realized, you can't read everybody. <laughs> can't read everybody. Well, yeah. And it's also kind can't of like read the smiles. It's a psychology trick too of not showing emotion or not responding to somebody because that makes them open up more to you and you can get more information out of people when you don't react. Interesting. I don't know if you Yeah, know. manipulation is uh, exactly really strong. <laughs> so, you know, it's worth knowing don't use what it was badly. It? What was it? <laughs> it was John Mullaney, I think, who said in like one of his uh routines was like basically like if someone says a number on the phone like money wise, like I'm gonna pay you this much money. Don't respond. Don't respond, and just like be just quiet. hold, yeah. hold it out. Yeah, because they're like, is that good enough? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just quiet yeah. even more, yeah. and then he's like, wait, we could go higher. We could go uh, two thousand more. <laughs> yeah. All right, that works. Yeah, it's like yeah. ah, silent. There is something in silence. Silence. There is so, something there for sure. So with your guys' dynamic being together and in business together, I gotta imagine that's difficult sometimes with like decision making. Because you guys are equals and you guys are designing stuff. How do you guys come to a conclusion if you guys disagree on stuff? I think disagreements are pretty rare for us. I think you guys are just like, that's dope. Like, let's keep going. Um, Yeah. So luckily we have like the same style. So Mm, we we very rarely (laughs) disagree on style um, decisions or Mm -hmm. those kind of decisions. And we also have our own specialties. Like we have our own like... I'm more numbers and I do accounting and I do all of the payroll and all of that kind of stuff and right. other other duties as well. And Tanya's a, a artist and she's working on, you know, other little projects and working with employees on other things and, and doing all the design work for our merch and doing design work for the website and making this. And I have a huge design list that I just keep throwing at her to yeah. make more of. And That's the disagreements. Like, please <laughs> yeah. stop with the list. And then I'll be like, I'll design it myself. And then that's like, uh, yeah. And then no, he's, no, no, yeah, no. And then he's <laughs> testing me. It's the testing phase. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you're not like, doing why that. Why are you an illustrator right now? <laughs> Don't worry about and, it. Oh, yeah, and he's this. like, I can do this. And I'm like, here's my computer. Go. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Designing is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's not it's, a whole lot of that. It's just then. really good balance. I think right. we kind of learned that from photography and like just doing like the house project and different things where it's just a really good balance. You know, like we have different things that we bring to the table, but then we definitely have like an intuitiveness to, to just like finding solutions um, and just kind of make things happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why Stephen and I have have lasted a long time, too, without killing each other is because we are kind of opposites in a lot of ways. Numbers kind of guy and Mm -hmm. and creative. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, I know. Well, those are the best. I mean, like you look at 
big like uh, duos, right? <laughs> Business yeah. duos, mm. and like there, that's the thing, right? Left, right brain, left brain, you know. Mm. Uh, and I think that's it's, there's something to that. Uh, but also, I mean, I think you know we're. Uh, I think people like it's funny, you know. Marriage, uh, you have to be congruent, right? You have to be consistent and believe in each other. And I think that's the same thing with a partnership. So it's already there, right? So your marriage, you were building on top of it. And so you're like, oh, let's just add a business. And so you already know how to work with each other. And so it's kind of like built in, I would imagine. I've never built a business with my wife, but I would imagine similar kind of like, you know, we know how to work around each other. You have this lane, I have this lane, kind of similar vibes, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we... You definitely have to just, I mean, communication is super important, but we give each other our own space. We have our own time. We do our own thing and we come together on so many projects and we just enjoy being with each other a lot. So we, we don't mind That's cool. going to work in the same car together, or like, you yeah. know, and doing stuff like that and um, being able to make these decisions have just been really, really quite easy. Mm. Um, and it's just like our lives are a lot more simple now than they were when we were hustling with like full-time jobs and side businesses. Right. So mm-hmm. like having all of those things kind of narrowed down to just more like one focus business-wise. And Tanya's also an artist in her own front, like um, as far as painting goes. Um, but just as this business, it feels like a little bit more simplified. So it's less stressful too. Like we're really um, pretty low stress business. And that was a part of the plan. You know, we wanted to make a business that was going to be lower stress. All the plants. And yeah, just some more of a home vibe. So it's like, you know, we're not, you know, you're not stressed out about a bunch of customers or a deadline or a thing too much, you know. So there's going to be moments of stress, of course, but overall it is fairly stress-free. I love that. Uh, Carson, you you just brought up something about your art. Um, and I think that's kind of how I, like, through Jordan, was like, oh, shit. Like, Tanya's doing some cool fucking, like, paintings. But you're also not just doing paintings with paint you get at a store. You're making your own paints, right? Mm-hmm. So talk about that. Touch on it a little bit. Because you, you do branding, right? Uh, but you also have, you know, your art, which was in galleries. And so what do you do? Tell my parents what you, you know how you make your what are their shit. names again? Rick and Carol. Hello, Rick and Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out East Coast. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Um, so I went to school for um, graphic design and painting at UAA, and um, I guess to take it back just a step um, further, I when we immigrated to America, um, I kind of always grew up in a really like creative household with my mom. My mom was a single mom. And what we did for fun was always just like painting, drawing, things like that, foraging. And so when we moved here and then, you know, I kind of just got older, um, when it was time to go to UAA, um, I was like, I really want to be an artist. But I also just had that mentality of like, I need to also make money. It needs Mm -hmm. to be realistic. You know, I was in that mind state that like a lot of artists are and Actually, at UAA, my last semester where it's like, you know, we're sending you out into the world. The professor's like, 1% of you will be teachers and the rest of you, or no, it was like 3% will be art teachers, 1% will make it as an artist, and then the rest of you are just going to find something else. And I was like, well, that's so Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that, bud. Thanks, um, So out of college, I went straight into the marketing world and graphic design, and then my heart just kind of always felt like was missing my truest passion which was painting and um 
I had shows and, you know, did a lot of work, tried to do as much as I could with a full-time job and then building a house and meeting you. Um, but it was, I think kind of the biggest shift was when we hiked in the middle of winter to do this like proposal for a grant, um, for Adobe grant, which I never received, obviously it was like the creative residency. I don't uh, know if you guys ever applied yeah. for that, but nope. I was like, yeah, I can be a painter and just like pitch in like a photography realm. And like, I was, had big dreams, but nevertheless, we made a video hiking out with an easel and paints to Byron Glacier. And it was a huge stormy day. I don't know how we made it. <laughs> with a huge easel. <laughs> with a huge we canvas. a huge canvas out yeah. there. <laughs> and so we paint, I painted under there. Carson did like beautiful video and uh, took photos. And I was like painting with acrylic paints. And I could like feel the energy of just being inside the cave and dripping. And just like nature just like really hit me. And I was like, I'm painting with like plastic paints right now. And it just like felt so disconnected and wrong. And I was like, okay, this feeling just like I need to learn if there's a way to do this more naturally. And so basically I started doing a lot of research as far as what like natural mediums look like for painters. And it really is as ancient ancient as humans like painting on rocks with rock on rocks with ro pigment rocks. Yeah. Um, and so I just really dove in straight into just learning what that is. And I started kind of foraging on like little trips while we were camping on in Seward or in Homer and just like scratching. Basically, like if you see like a vibrant rock on the beach, you could scratch it against a, like a flat rock and see if any pigment comes off. And mm -hmm. if it does, you can make paint out of it. Hmm. And it's as, as simple as that. But then I, I also learned um, natural dyeing, which is kind of just the process of dyeing fabric with uh, plants. So a lot of plants, like, produce natural color. So if you ever, like, cooked with a beet, you know, your, your fingers are stained. Right. You put turmeric somewhere and your fingers are yellow. So it's kind of the same idea using plants and uh, things like that to create color. So I basically now make inks and paints strictly from natural materials. That's very cool. As my medium. And so, it, you know obviously encompasses a sustainable kind of outlook on my artwork. Um, it has a lot of meaning and purpose and I just really, truly enjoy it. And yeah, I share a lot on like my website about how to create recipes and a lot of them involve like food waste, like avocado mm. pits, uh, onion skins, beet skins, like literally things that could just go in the trash you can make paint out of. Hmm. And so, yeah. Interesting. And then, so, I mean, like, when you're starting to like create a painting, do you have like an idea of like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to start with the beet juice and then I'm going to move into the <laughs> avocado pit and then I'm going to move into, you know, the fiddlehead ferns. I don't know. I don't know. That's, but, a, that's a really good guess for a paint. Yes. Ferns are definitely like a color. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> you know, my, my whole painting process is very abstract and really intuitive. So I, First, like on a canvas, create a lot of texture with gesso, which is kind of like a primer. And so after that, I say I have a collection and I have a theme for it. So like my latest collection was called Seaside. So which my you, color... Which you, which you did, uh, sorry to interrupt, but Aquila, right? Yeah. That yep. was the stuff at Aquila. Yep. Okay, yeah, yep. I saw that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just had a lot of inspiration for the color palette. And then I tried to create colors that would kind of match what I had envisioned for it. 
obviously a mood board <laughs> mood board was involved. Um, yeah. But it was actually a really incredible show because we had gathered a lot of video footage and photo footage from probably like five years in total. And then we had this really cool projection that kind of just tied into the work itself. Um, what do you mean when you say video? Oh, we had, there was like a projection element to the show. So at the show, there was like all the paintings. And then on one of the, on one huge wall, we did like a projection of like overhead shot of like waves and stuff. And then we had like a sub video centered of like ocean side, seaside adventures, basically. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, like a, a different element to the show. It, was it wasn't cool. just like, look, come here, look at my art. It was yeah. like more, yeah. a little interactive, yeah. exactly. a little bit, yeah. you know, be a part. Cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're like making these paintings, you're, are you just like, you know, how do you know when it's done? That's well, the one question because I'm like, you know, I, for when it comes up like art or design, it's like, uh, I could fiddle with that forever. So how do you know when your painting is done? You know, it's, for it? me, it's definitely a sweet spot. I know when it's not done. Um, but I know when I've overworked it to death and I need to maybe start fresh. Mm. Um, but I feel like it kind of just does come a little bit naturally. Um, I feel like it kind of has an aspect of making sure that the inks and the natural pigments have like its moment, if that makes sense. Like I had to really learn to unthink my process a little bit and just really let the ingredients shine because my typical painting process would be like, 20 plus layers and who knows if like the first couple layers are even like present at the right. end. And so shifting to this like natural process, I was like, oh, I can't like keep covering this up because it took me like weeks to make this one color. And I just kind of need to let that control go and just like let things meet and be like kind of more flowing and free. Um, and so when I feel like the colors are shining and the composition works for me, that's kind of the sweet spot, but yeah, it's definitely like, a little bit more intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. I might get that. I get that. That's probably, I would imagine with a lot of art, music, you know, film or whatever. It's like, I think it's done. We could, we could, you know, play with it for several more weeks, months, years, but you're like, all right, this feels good. I think we're done. Um, which is so cool because I mean, also just like, kind of like, you know, seeing how art has been done with like, you know, oil pastels or, or watercolor, which I love watercolor. And so it's kind of a, like a another step beyond that, playing with like the real world and adding that into your art and kind of, you know, portraying some different scenes or whatever. It's really cool. It's fucking sweet. I love it. Um, and I love what you guys are doing. And I think uh, like, you know, I'm just, just being on the outside looking in, I'm like, oh, they fucking got it. They got the it, you know, there's a lot of like it factor, I feel like. Um, and I feel like just watching you guys, you have, you know, a cool um, and stress free to kind of go off what you're saying. Um, way to life, I guess, path. Um, so what's next? What are you guys working on next? Like, is there something you're excited for? Is it is Go Fix Yourself going to have an exclusive <laughs> right now? Uh, there's. Lots of things. I mean, we want to stay in Alaska. We want to continue creating. We want to continue growing, growing our business and changing it in certain ways. Um, to be honest, the Dowling location is uh, is a really cool shop and it's great, but it's not it's not a complete full vision. Um, we would love a little bit more room one day, a little bit more space to do something a little different. So um, our lease is out in two years. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's not the ideal... It's not ideal. It's, it, there's, there is. I think there's a better uh, 
way that we could do it. So we can, can you can you kind of expand on that? He's I mean, looking for land. Okay, <laughs> yeah. he's looking for land. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. It would be really cool to just um, grow the coffee shop with a little bit more seating and a little bit more um, refined. Um, area and a little bit more space room for activities basically oh, yeah. I like that we, we would like to workshops. do more yeah. more small um house concerts and stuff like that, which we've done at the shop right. and it's very intimate and really great um but we want to do that more frequently with better parking and all that kind of stuff so yeah we um we are continually working on new stuff yeah looking to build a spot you never know you know go yeah. with the you know what you guys learned making your own home Maybe, yeah. You yeah. never know. That's on the table. Um, it's an, uh, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's fun though. Yeah, I think that's the beautiful, beautiful thing. It was like the beginning of an idea. Yeah, it's like this is what we want. How do we get there? And we, we want to. We want itself. other businesses involved, and we want other locals involved, and you know, we want we like the community aspect. We love what K Street Market is, and we love having La Bodega and Fire Island and Johnny's Produce and us all together. And we just, it feels so right. So we're like, mm, yeah. you know, I wonder if something like this could be done in a different way in our own, you know, in a different version, maybe in the future sometimes. So we're always kind of thinking and scheming. I yeah. love that. Yeah. What, what are you guys doing like outside of the entrepreneur world, the artistic world, the creative world? Like, do you guys have like some guilty pleasures that you guys Movies, like to- shows. Like stuff that you like to do that takes you away from all the stuff that you're doing 24-7, essentially. Um, like skiing's my thing. So, downhill okay. skiing, yeah. I try to go a couple times a week. Alaska? Yeah, yeah, or backcountry. Yeah, Alaska or backcountry, yeah. So, that's like a really good escape because there's nothing you can think about when you're skiing. It's There's just, right. you're, you're in that moment. And, um, yeah. Is that you? <laughs> that's Doing me, that? yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. damn. I, wow. Kudos yeah. to you. I could never do it. I hit a tree. The- yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I had to like look. You knew what I meant. You knew what I meant. You knew what I was doing. I got you. That's pretty much all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's as exciting <laughs> as it gets. That's yeah. how easy you make it look. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you, you have, I assume you have TV something shows, that's not, movies, yeah. books. Um, what do you, What do you like to do to unwind? Comedy. We love comedy, so we actually like we typically do like a trip or two that either surrounds like an artist we really want to see live or like a comedian. So in the last couple of years, we've seen some great comedy, mm. and we went to New York. And we oh, did. Love New York. We went to like. The comedy like seller, the, the comedy, comedy store yeah. in oh, LA. Nice. So we've be- definitely been getting into the comedy scene and just getting really like the the stand up. Yeah, watching stand up insane yeah. with how many like people are coming out of there, like the Kill Tony stuff. Like, oh, yeah, 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 we're yeah. major Kill Tony oh, fans. Oh god, it's so, so going good. to watch stand up live is it's just in like pros in LA or New York yeah. or any big city is just so it's just really amazing because we just don't get that very much here. I mean, yeah, like it's a different yeah. energy I mean I mean when Dave Chappelle came up here that was really amazing and yeah. really fun show but we just don't get a lot yeah um yeah we went to New York actually to see Tom Segura oh. and then <laughs> and then he announced that he was coming <laughs> here after which actually happened when we went to see Kendrick Lamar way back in the day oh, and then Kenny? he came here. We were like, here after, it was but, obviously oh, that was a lot way better. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. it okay. was obviously a lot better, but yeah. And we kind of found that like concerts are in a similar fashion and you guys might not, you might realize this as well is that Alaska concerts are like a catch-up fest and everyone's talking and chatting and they're not true fans of the Music, artist as yeah. much because there's not a lot yeah. of concerts or things to do so everyone just goes to everything and so then when you go to a big city and you go to a show that's like they have shows so frequently that 
only the fans are going to that yeah. show in that theater because, right. and so that the energy in that room is a lot different than the shows up here, which of course there's fun shows up here and we all have a good time. Um, but I can tell an energy shift when you're like at, when you're in a big town and um, it's just all fans at that yeah. show. Yeah. Which, it's like hush also, but also like everybody's there to enjoy it. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, how's like, the wife and kids? Yeah. 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 John. So, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's We're a like really not interesting even observation. facing the music right. here. They're like, oh, can you guys keep yeah. it down up there? Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of chatter. Right. Oh, man. I, I mean, I get that. <laughs> yeah. It's like being up on stage and, or like even not even being up on stage and then like you're a fan and like you're in the front row or whatever. And then like everybody's being loud. And you're like, I'm sorry. We're this isn't this isn't a representation of the whole state. Please come back. It's like you know. Yeah. You definitely. Uh, I definitely feel sometimes for the artists uh, who come up here. Yeah. Um. So you said you guys saw Kendrick Lamar. Any other names that you guys saw when we like, first got together? We had only been dating for a few months. Oh yeah. And uh, That's a good one. We had was it only like three months? And then I was like, Do you want to go see Jay Z and Kanye in Paris? And they the throne tour. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so we had, we had basically just met and we did it. We flew to Paris and we went to the Watch the Throne tour. And oh my that was And then we actually did a whole Euro trip. Yeah, too, we did but... a little Euro trip together. So that was like a really good first first Getting little test. First see how yeah. we know each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like, say. We went and like stayed at a hostel in Amsterdam and then like, yeah, did a Paris thing. And we were just completely broke, but we were like, we're doing it. We spent all our money on these tickets. So we we're did gonna... it. How much were the tickets? I think it they were 250. No, I think they were 500 each. I think. Oh my gosh. I mean, it was Somewhere a huge stadium. It's funny. Yeah. It's three, or 400. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's funny how anyway. like, we, we had Susan uh, Snyder from Willowa on here recently and uh, we talked about ticket pricing because like people will be like, Oh yeah, I'm in New York. Oh, like I'm gonna go see a big band. Yeah, I'll pay 300 bucks, no problem. Oh, they're in Anchorage, 150 bucks. Oh, no yeah. way! Yeah. Oh like, my yeah. god, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's like that kind of mentality of like well, they're not true fans. Like you know, Limp Biscuits coming up here, and I was like, if I, you know, I would be like, we'll I will pay 300 dollars <laughs> to see Limp Biscuit for sure. <laughs> but you know, it's not even that much money. But so many people are like. No, I don't want to go. I want to go, but I don't want to spend that much money. And yeah. it's it's definitely a different vibe up here for sure when it comes to art or uh, putting new stuff out there or bringing new stuff up. You know, so it's a little different. Um, and so I think that's kind of cool when you do bring something up, like your shop or whatever, um, and that, pe- that people accept it. And people are like really enjoying it and they want more. And so that's really kind of a fun thing to see. You see what I did there? Bring it back full circle. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. That's the journal degree that I never got. Um, anyways, well, guys, thank you for yeah. coming on. Uh, this has been a real pleasure. Uh, I know we, we don't we don't see you that much, you know, uh, in real life. We don't, we don't see each other much. This is our first time meeting, so. That's true. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, because you live real close to. I do. I'm going to call yeah, you out. We'll like, recognize really, you now. Yeah. Be like, are you guys in the store often? Yeah, we're down, in the back. The, the, the down I, I yeah. go when you're not. You there. could say if the owners are here, and then we'll be like, "Who's here?" We could be yeah. hiding. See if we oh, want to okay. talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> be like, there's an intercom. Like, yeah. Tell them we're not here. <laughs> yeah. That's Tell pretty them. standard. Yeah. Whatever, we're not here. Yeah. Tell Don't them I want to buy yeah, 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 seven yeah. of the like, rarest plants they have. He's not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not here. That's what I'll say. What's asking? What's a? Do you guys have a code plant that like? I could say that would uh, bring you guys. Pilea bronze. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Pilea bronze is the bring out, Damn the fu- it, guys. You'd let everybody <laughs> yeah, else know. Just kidding. 
<laughs> it was this plant that we could not sell for like the whole summer. We tried to like elevate it with a coupon and blah blah blah, and just like wouldn't leave the the store. We were like, "Fucking at this plant," you yeah. know. And so well, it was we, called yeah. Pilea Bronze, and we would and so, we started using it as like a code that like we need help, like come out front and help us. Yeah, so, instead oh, of being shit. like one of the employees hey, would be like yeah. ringing someone up and be like Pilea Bronze, and then we would <laughs> <laughs> we would run <laughs> running out and go help them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm gonna try that. That's very time. on brand for you, you guys. That would be a good uh, good way to do it. Mac, I need a <laughs> pa- 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 Paleo's Bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, paleo, yeah, I need yeah, a paleo, paleo uh, yeah, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, I need yeah, a paleo yeah. bra. There's something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that going well. Uh, where yeah. can everybody yeah. find everything? Websites, plug those. I mean, thatfeeling.co, thatfeelingco um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. That's that's where they should what all follow you. What about personal? You guys have personal. Do you guys mm-hmm. want to push those too? Tanya.val <laughs> no, is me. Like, yeah. And then our house page is My Alaskan Home. And then Carson and is MIA. My photography page is called Below Thy. Okay. Sweet. All right. Uh, well, guys, appreciate you. Thank yeah. you for having us. That was awesome. This is so really fun. fun. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, and uh, we're excited what you guys are doing, and we can't wait to see what you do next. So appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.